The film crickets are intended for mature audiences. Any guests on the film crickets do not necessarily share the same opinions as the film crickets. Crickets with Jay Fortier, Chris Martineau, and Melanie Howerton. On this week's episode, the Crickets are joined by TikTok and Instagram sensation Jordan from Can't Buy Me 80s. Vintage 80s has to be everything. Everything pastel, including the amazing vintage 80s furniture. Has to be. I love it. Jay, Chris, Melanie, and Jordan review the 1980 American independent slasher film Friday the 13th. Boy, is he dead too? The boy, Jason. Jason? In the lake, the, the one who attacked me, the one who pulled me underneath the water. Ma'am, we didn't find any boy. Then he's still there. Does it stand the test of time? Let's find out your film crickets are on now. All right. Hey, friends, and welcome to the Film Crickets. It's a podcast where we talk about movies from 1980 to 1999 and decide beyond a shadow of a doubt whether or not these movies stand the test of time. I'm your co-host, Jay Fortier, and along with my good friends and co-host, Melanie Howerton. Can you see me, guys? Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. And I'm along with my good friend and co-host, Chris Martin. Yet another smooth start for the Film Crickets. Hi, Jay. What's going on? What's up, Jason? Hey, we do. What's up, Jason? All right. So I'm going to call you. uh, We're going to make sure we don't call you Jason at any point. Uh, It's going to get awfully confusing. So, right. Uh, So we're here ready to go. Uh, Jay, who who do we have as our guest today? Yeah, we got, uh, we have Jordan today. She is from the uh, Instagram channel. uh, Can't buy me eighties. And we're happy to have her. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming. I know. I mean, I, mean, I know you're such a big 80s fan, and we couldn't get more, I mean, like, really, this is like the first probably summer blockbuster of the 80s, because it came out in May of 1980, and it was a big, uh, it was a big hit, so we could actually call it, like, probably the first one of the 80s. It's yes, uh, Friday definitely. the 13th. So, and she's got her Camp Crystal Lake shirt. Yep. Yeah. And my Camp Crystal Lake earrings. Get out of here. Oh, <laughs> boy. Jacob. Wow, yeah, that's awesome. That, that is hardcore. Uh, I see. Uh, I'm assuming that is not actually Freddy uh, in the corner of your room over there. That's a, I mean, you it, never, you never know. That's never right. Know. It does kind of look like a silhouette, which is kind of frightening. <laughs> um, and uh, so the, fantastic. And, and I want to thank you for embracing uh, that 80s style and looking like every senior photo from my yearbook. Um, <laughs> very nice, very nice. I can dig it. Um, Hey guys, so I, I, Jordan, I'm assuming here that this was your choice. This movie was well, your, actually, so I kind of uh, I asked her if that was okay because I'd seen she does have photos of her, like I think even wearing the sweater, like the of uh, like Betsy Palmer's. Oh like, boy, sweater, right? Like, didn't you have like a thing where you were walking around? Like, was it at the Crystal Lake area? Um. Well, whenever I go on um, like camping vacations, I'm always like, we got to look for a lake because I need to film some content here. If there's a lake, I need to take some photos. 
And then the last one was actually a canoe. I found one that had a canoe that looked very similar to the one in the movie. And I'm like, Mom, hold my phone. I don't care if people are watching. I got to take some photos in this. That's cool. All right. I, I just... I be go ahead. Go. Oh, I recently got... Um, a costume for Chris Higgins because I want to do a video related to her. So I got like her blue sweater and like her pants and everything. So hopefully I can get that video out soon. I, I just wanted to ask, like, are you obviously your eighties is your niche. You have found some spiritual center with that eight, with that decade. And I can certainly appreciate that. The, the question I have is, are you an eighties horror fan? Oh yes, a hundred percent. Okay, 80s so, slasher, eighties horror—one of my favorite genres. <laughs> all right, that's so. So I, I guess that what I was saying is, you, your, your content is more get around everything eighties. But certainly, could we, could we then say that your favorite genre of movies from the eighties is horror slasher? Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. Yes. Because that did seem to permeate everything, like back in the day, with the with the boom of the video cassette culture. And, and and that coming into play suddenly, uh, certainly that comes up. And, and horror movies are insanely cheap to make and quick to make. And they're good for an easy scare and an easy thrill. So um, so let's get into this. What do you think? Let's get into this movie. Now, now guys, we're going to talk Friday the 13th here. Um, and usually I say, what's your history with the movie? Uh, you know, when's the first time you saw it? Where did you see it first? All that sort of thing. What I would actually like to ask this time, I'm going to start with you, Jordan, is I want to know of... The Friday the 13th movies, which can you tell me which one you saw first? And then follow up, can you tell me the order in which you viewed them? So I did start with the first one. Okay. Um, because I heard highly good things about it, and I was just getting into my 80s slasher phase. And I was like, Friday 13th, we got to watch this. Okay. And so I started watching it, and I think I was like 12 or 13, maybe. Okay. <laughs> Probably not the best age to watch a horror movie. Eh. Um, this one's mild. And then years later, I got into, okay, let me just buy, like, the whole DVD set. And so I just bought them, and I watched them in order from that. Okay, cool. So but Yeah, it wasn't until years later after I saw the first one I got into, oh, oh maybe I should watch all the other ones. And when you saw it when you were 12, again, therapy <laughs> later on in life. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> again, this one is so mild compared to a lot of It's more mild than things you see, like, on The Walking Dead and things like that, right? So, so oh, this yeah, is certainly yeah. breaking some ground. But So you saw the first one, and you said... This is this is my jam. Uh, I'm into this. I want to see the rest. And you watch them in order. Up to 10 or Freddy versus Jason as well? Up to all of them. I've okay. seen all of them. I've seen the remake. I'm not too fond of the remake. Don't hate me if you guys like it. I don't really like it. I didn't <laughs> see I've it. I've seen all of them, yeah. All right, cool. Uh, hey, Melanie, let's talk, let's talk to you. What's, what's your deal? What's your history? First one and then in order. What do you got? If you can remember. So I saw them in order. And the first one I remember being, I just always, like, you know, in the beginning when you see Annie walking um, through town and she's getting to the gas station and there's the, the dog that she starts talking to. Mm -hmm. I always remember that part because I remember watching it at my grandmother's house and I was really, really little. And I remember thinking, I probably shouldn't be watching this. I just knew yeah. that I shouldn't be watching it. And I remember, like, looking over my grandmother, <laughs> like, watching it at her house. So I always remember the very first time I ever saw that. Um and uh, I just had, I just remember always just seeing them in order. I have watched these movies 45,000 times. I can't even begin to tell you the amount of times that I have watched Friday the 13th, especially lately because they were on stars. And whenever I was getting ready for bed and just like wanted to put something on. Really? Okay. That was comforting. Okay. <laughs> like, that's, that I'm going to back out of this now. I'll see you all later. 
<laughs> I didn't like, it doesn't scare me whatsoever. So no. I like just wanted to put something on that was like, and I'll say it again. It's like mashed potatoes and meatloaf to me. Comfort. I just put it on and put it in the background and it's just this comforting thing in the background. And I just, it, I don't know. It's just something I've seen so many times. It's just, I need to put it on just like Halloween. And um, so I'll just put it on the background and then go to bed. <laughs> like, wow. And I, so all the time. So I can't even literally tell you how many times I've seen them. So. Uh, yeah, Friday the 13th and Halloween's are, I watch them more than like anything and then, then the scream. So. so, so not a lot of people know Melanie's alarm clock actually goes, <laughs> ch -ch -ch -ca -ca. that's right. Um, <laughs> that's amazing. I love that. <laughs> oh my God. Jesus. Okay. Uh, I didn't know I was in a room full of psychopaths, so that's nice. Uh, uh, hey, Jason, I mean, Jay, uh, what's your deal with this, man? I saw, it was funny. I was about nine years old and I saw... Um, it was uh, staying at a hotel and that's when uh, we were getting cable, like maybe like a year later. So we, we had no cable yet. It was, everything was just, you know, whatever we had, like the, the channels on the TV and yep. the six yeah, channels, the local, yeah. Yeah, local networks and that's it. Um, so it was a huge deal and we weren't like, you know, blowing tons of money at this vacation. It was like a swimming pool, a couple mm. of restaurants, mini golf. And then, you know, we were also very excited, like, holy crap, look, look what's on. This yeah. is, movie. You know, there's all these movies. And yeah. so my first one in the genre, in this series was part two, which does a recap right at the beginning mm -hmm. of part one. Yep. They were famous for doing that for like about like three or four of the yeah. movies. Like they were like, hold on a second, just in case last year. And, and actually it was perfect for me. Um, so my first introduction was Jason being the villain, knowing full well that that was the mom. But like it was like I always got to that one later. I was like, yeah, yeah, but but the third one's coming out and he's in it again, right? Mm -hmm. So I kept going with those for a while. I don't specifically remember when I saw the first one. Um, it was somewhere mixed in, um, but because I started with Jason as my as my uh, anti-hero or whatever you want to call him. Um, it became something I leaned in the direction of. So I was like, yeah, but he's barely in that. <laughs> like, yeah. It was like, I didn't, you know, so I, I didn't really care um, when I saw it. And I always found it to be like back then, you know, I can appreciate it more, but I found it to be a little more dull in yeah. comparison, just because sure. of what I was already into. So well, reminder here. Yeah. I mean, reminder that it is classified as a suspense horror film. So it really does lay into making us look and wait for the thing to happen, which I will give it credit in that it assumes us, it, it makes us be patient and wait for it to happen rather than just being an orgy of blood and guts, which I'm a fan of orgies of blood and guts. I'm just saying that it, it is more of a suspense movie, not unlike Halloween, which it cribs from constantly. Uh, anyway, so let, let's get into me. I started with four. And the only reason I started with four is because I was into film horror documentaries early. I watched Scream Greats, which is where I was introduced to Tom Savini. Um, Jordan, if you have not seen Scream Greats, you should try to stream that somewhere. You would like it. It's straight. It's all Tom Savini. And it's a documentary just on him from 84. So it's very, has a lot of like Cynthia 80s soundtrack in it. And I watched it over and over and over and over and over again. Again, at an inappropriate age, probably 1984. So. Uh, maybe 85. So fifth grade, sixth grade. Um, so I watched four first because that one is, is kind of like talked about a lot in the documentary. 
And then I had a dry period with, with, with Jason. I didn't really care about him too much because every time I'd watch a horror documentary, I saw something with Jason in it. So I saw all the scenes. I felt like I didn't need to see it. I already knew it. You know what I mean? So I saw four. And then I'm pretty sure after that, I saw two. And then I waited a long time and watched Jason X, which is hysterically funny. Oh, my God. It's a black comedy. Uh, I recommend Jason X to anybody. Jason in space. Come on. Um, and then Freddy versus Jason. Then I went back and saw three, which I didn't like. Then I saw one. Then I saw five with the film crickets, which is basically softcore pornography. And then six, which is actually kind of my low-key favorite because it's the most digestible of all of them. Um, I think it's fun, but it's not. I like bloody, but it's fun and it keeps you engaged without being like super silly and like ridiculous. Yeah. You know, um, I like amazing. I like six a lot, and it's the, it's it's next to one the least kind of bloody gory I think. Yeah. Um, so it's anyway, so but so I I had watched them. And this is the, like I did a rewatch uh, earlier today. I knew exactly what was going to happen, of course. Uh, but again, looking at it with fresh eyes, so. Um, and we got to talk about, again, we've got Jordan here, so we've got to talk about the, the 80s aesthetic, uh, where this movie's coming from out of the late 70s into the 80s, and how that preps us for everything that's coming up. So let's get into the movie. Uh, I'm going to give you the IMDb the, uh, breakdown, if I could actually say it. Betsy Palmer gets top billing in this movie. So <laughs> funny. So funny. All right. Uh, Friday the 13th came out in 1980, rated R, um, hour, one hour and 35 minutes. A group of camp counselors trying to reopen a summer camp called Crystal Lake, which has a grim past, are stalked by a mysterious killer. Uh, director is Sean S. Cunningham. Writers are Victor Miller and Ron Kurz. Stars Betsy Palmer. <laughs> Top billing. Um, Adrienne King. And um, I'm not going to go through everybody except to say that Kevin Bacon is in this movie. Uh, that's all I've got to say about that. So um, let's get into Friday the 13th. So guys... Here's the thing. I think back to the 80s when you left your house in the morning and your parents said, be home by seven. And as long as you're home by seven, they never kept track of you. And this yeah. movie is classic for that. Complete. I, I'm taking a job at a summer camp and I don't know when I'm coming back. And that's the setup for this movie. Otherwise, the trail of bodies would certainly raise some red flags. So <laughs> let's start out with um, let's start out with this movie. Who here, after finding the first few dead bodies, would have just run from the camp? Oh, just yeah. run. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Like, I don't. That's the one thing that was getting me. And and how many people in this room think they could probably take out uh, an old woman uh, physically? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe her, but not Jason. I could probably, I might be able to mess with her. I don't know. <laughs> like oh, yeah, you just get. Yeah, she kept okay. reacting if she got hit, like ah! like you know, like and, and falling over. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, she she actually played a normal uh, person who was meaning like she of normal strength, kind really of. Normal. You know. she just looked uh, psychotic. No, no, no. I meant of like not supernatural. Like Jason, yeah, yeah, like yeah. launch somebody like over a house, <laughs> like yeah. You know, yeah, stuff makes no sense like physically at all. Like you know, it's like what what, um, but. Uh, I do want to say one thing prior, like because, mm -hmm. you know, the absolute beginning. Does any piece of music get you excited oh, more God. than Michael Rowe, your boat ashore? No doubt. I <laughs> thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> I, lo no, I love thinking about that. I'm like, they're sitting there like, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're like, like looking at each other. 
Not only that. Yeah. <laughs> it gets me in the it gets me in the mood like no other like Michael Royabot Shore, any other of those like kind of campfire spiritual songs absolutely gets my blood boiling. I can't Apparently wait. To it's hook. not working very well because <laughs> you're not refraining from anything, man. Let's yeah. go hit the road. I know. I, I thought that was a great. It was so is funny. that is that like their I, safe word? You know what I mean? Is that their safe word? Like when you hear Michael roll the border shore, that's the time to go. Like what 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 is happening? What what is what is going you know, on? The, um, the very first person to be killed that you're talking about right there is the the kid in the beginning. His name is Willie Adams. He's the production assistant for the film. Sure. Yeah, and then he he loves saying that he was the first person that ever got killed by uh you know, in the Jason uh you know, Friday the 13th franchise. I mean, I'd brag about it too. But I right. yeah. totally brag about it. <laughs> The, yeah. this, the, the beginning is supposed to take place in 1967? Uh, 50-something. I thought it was well, 60. I don't know. Did he get killed in 50-something, right? Yeah, well, he got killed in 57. I apologize. Right. I heard so the number wrong. It was, it was like okay. 10 years later or something? Oh, it was a year later when, when she oh, killed... Oh, a year later. That's right. Yeah. It was a year uh, later when she I, killed that, that couple. Was anybody getting 50s vibes out of that room? I think the only <laughs> tip-off that it was supposed to be the 50s was the boy who was wearing Chuck Taylor's. Um, besides that, uh, I was getting no, yeah, it was actually just like if it weren't for the title, it said 1958. And I noticed like the girl who was getting killed up there, she just kept going and going back and forth. It's like pick something up and like throw it at this person. There was like a, you know, probably like a, a one foot tire with a yeah. with a rim. I was like, pick it up, just just whip it yeah, out. So <laughs> Go ahead, kill me. I'll just stand here and let you do it. Like, it's like, I mean, there was oh. so much stuff up in the attic. She could have just grabbed something. Exactly. Mm, yeah. like, there was a chair. I mean, just, just go yeah. and whack. Like, this and obviously for... she wasn't dressed in like a mask or anything. It was yeah. her own self. They knew it was a girl. Cause the guy was like, Hey, how you doing? We're not doing anything up here. You know, like yeah. they knew, like, you know, so they knew it was like an older lady. Like, you don't right. think I can probably try to take this woman down a little bit. Well, you know, I, like they I, didn't even try. I do like that, and again, as as in as being the the granddaddy of these kind of monstrous, pardon the expression, slasher films, it does give you. It is as subtle as all get out. I mean, the fact the way the way that's written when he says we weren't doing anything, like you yeah. know, he's talking to an adult. Uh -huh. He didn't just go, "Hey, what are you doing here?" Which you could yeah. say to anybody, uh -huh. right? So he's automatically trying to defend himself, and there are times in this movie where it is that that it's a whodunit basically right yeah and they're they're very subtle in the way that they are going to try to portray who this yeah. person could be we know it must mm -hmm. be an adult figure but we don't know man or, or woman um which mm -hmm. I, I thought was interesting and this is i like that is, about that it is i think it, it, like, it makes it like an average stalker movie and like mm -hmm. i remember like you know because all of them are kind of a little tacky a little bit but i remember watching them and i was like God, this is really a good movie. I mean, mm -hmm. it really is. I mean, it's very suspenseful mm -hmm. and it's it's a mystery and you don't know who's doing it. And you know that like, you know, Mr. Christie, when he's like, he's like, hey, hi, what are you doing out here at this time of night? You know, like, mm -hmm. you know, it's like a normal person that they know who it is. So it's yeah. really like a stalker. Or just somebody, I mean, who would look at her and think a threat? For sure. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he knew her necessarily, but he was like, hey, what are you doing? I like, know Mr. Christie did know her. Oh, did and he? he? Yeah, oh. because she even mentioned it by name, but she That's used true. to be the cook. She used to be the cook when Jason died, which is funny because she killed Annie the cook, but 
um, that was supposed to be the cook, but it's she always funny when the cook the dies. Cook the Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But you know what I mean? Like she killed the poor cook. That was just like, and I've always felt bad for her, Annie, because she was like, I just love kids. It's just a passion of mine and blah, blah, blah. Like she's talking about how much she, she, like the mom's killing bad camp counselors for having sex and blaming them that her kid died. But like, she's talking to somebody who's like, and like is doing this job because she loves kids so much. Mm-hmm. So I kind of felt bad for Annie for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She's a good, you know, she can tell that she, like, really cares about kids and you're going to kill her anyway, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I just, can I just before, and there's a lot of, it's weirdly a lot of subtext in the movie and there's a lot of things that they let you stew on. So good for the movie for allowing us to be patient, but I'm going to direct yeah. this at Jordan as you're the guest, but anybody else can pop in. I don't know if you've ever been in a room where someone was murdered next to you, but... um <laughs> Why is it? How, do you, Jordan? I'm gonna go to you. Um, do you think you would just freeze, or would you panic and run? Like if someone uh, was surprised next to you, got slashed in the throat, like the first person that we yeah. saw, and then was, oh my god, oh my god, like, is it me? Is it an '80s? Like, we have been, unfortunately, in our society, we have all been trained wherever we work that we're supposed to, you know, uh, we're supposed to, you know, if there's a active shooter. You go to engage or run or whatever. And and this one is like, everyone just shrivels up. I don't know what I would do. Jordan, I'm asking you. If you're in a mood, I don't know <laughs> if this ever happened to you, but if you're in a room where someone is murdered next to you and you saw who did it, would you just quiver in fear? Or what, what do you think you would do? I would think that I would probably either just scream and then run. Okay. Um, I mean... Part of me is like, yeah, I would totally go up and try to fight the person. But mm-hmm. again, it would depend on who the person is and, yeah. you know, if they're armed or something. Mm-hmm. If I have, like, like a knife or something in my hand, like, somehow I have it. Yeah. I'm going to be like, well, yeah, maybe I'll, like, go over and on my way out go stab and keep running. <laughs> the stab and run. That's a very good form. Good form on the stab yeah. and run. I don't know if very I nice. stay there. You've been practicing. my safety, but yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I just wonder. I understand, like, if they... If the person came in and shot him with an M16, then I'm dead. It doesn't matter oh, what yeah, I definitely. do. But That's but it, it seemed like it seemed like you know you, you don't have anything to. It's just crazy. Like I don't know. I'm not saying I'm going to be Mr. Brave because I'm not. I'm in a sense a coward. I'm just saying like you know what I mean. Like I don't know what I do, but it seems to happen a lot in this movie where they're just 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 stricken with fear and cannot move. Especially um, the girl. The girl that's like up against the blue curtain that just sees that the axe is coming and she goes, Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, yes, 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 five minute, A five minute gap between yeah. uh, like, yeah. like, everything yeah. is just like slowly coming in. Yeah. Like I can see if it were actually Jason, the, 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 the Jason of two through 11, uh-huh. um, a giant person who is noticeably unstoppable. Then yeah. my brain would probably freeze and go, I don't know what to do. Nothing seems to work. Yeah. But a middle-aged woman in a sweater? Yeah. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Nothing against middle-aged women in sweaters. I'm just saying, like, they could probably do some damage because, again, I'm a coward. But the fact of the matter is, like, I don't know. Uh, anybody else, Melody, you seemed like you wanted yes, to contribute to that. Yes, I'm dying to answer that because it depends. So I, it I depends. Say She's planned it out, folks. She's yeah, planned it out. Seriously, because we just watched a horror movie, and we were just saying, this girl deserves to die. Just kill her already. Because she was the dumbest person on earth in this movie. Like, she just did everything wrong. 
But um, if I could go through the stuff, you, should, you would just die of the things that she just let happen to her because she's just so stupid. Go. This movie that we've watched, it was the dumbest movie. But um, so the now if if it's Jason, that's different. If you if you like like say it's going through the Friday the Thirteenth and you know who Jason is and that he's already supposedly dead and he's mm -hmm. unstoppable and you can't do anything about it, then obviously you got to get the hell out of there. And I always say that like when he's killing somebody, he's busy. That's mm -hmm. the perfect time to get the hell away. Mm -hmm. Don't just stand there and go. Yeah. And watch. That's your time yeah. to run. Get mm -hmm. get out of there. He's doing something. He's occupying. Run. And he doesn't really forever. run that way. So yeah, you might as well yeah. get a head start. Get a head start. You have to get a head start. Um, now, if this is a different scene where, and this drives me crazy, where there's like in one of the screams that we watched recently, there's four people in the room, and there's one guy with a knife. Uh. -uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. four against one. He doesn't have a gun. He's got a knife. You pick up the nearest lamp or piece of furniture. Somebody get him. If he gets one down, there's three more that can tackle the person. So get on this guy. Don't don't run away because he's just going to come after you. Everybody should attack that person. Now, I always have taught my girls this at a very young age. Oh, boy. When you're stalked okay. by a man in a hockey mask with a machete. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> now, listen. If they're ever attacked by anybody ever at any time... And I said to this to my girls today because we were watching a movie and, you know, they're lucky enough to get the person down with a blow for something. That's that's pure luck if you can actually get the person down on the ground. The mm. person's down on the ground. Okay, I'm just going to run away now. No, he's going to get back up and he's going to be more mad than ever. Mm -hmm. You never, ever, ever stop banging that guy over the head until you know he's never going to get up ever again. Mm. He's going to be a pile of mush. He's never getting up. Because yeah. if you just knock him over the head once and run, and like every single movie we've ever watched in our lives, two seconds later they're up <laughs> and they're back and they're so mad. <laughs> it's like, you know, this is like, I guess we wouldn't have horror movies if somebody did that. But it's just the fact that, what are you doing? You got him down. That's so lucky. Like, don't let him get back up again. No. Or no. like, cut his hands off. What can he do without his hands? <laughs> like, no. you know, like, did the storm kick in? No, it just stopped a little bit. Okay, yeah. like all of a sudden, like I heard like a like a, a fan. No. Or like, oh. or I think like poke their eyeballs out. They can't yeah. see. No, go for the eyeballs. Always go, go for, for the eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah. Go for the hands. If they yeah. don't have hands or eyeballs, they can't get you that good. <laughs> all right, so so let's go back to the '80s bit. So again, we're going to get into the Jordan's wheelhouse here. Think about that, right? So. so and you mentioned it in in this film. We have we have again we have this. It's not a new idea. The final girl. Uh, but we have this this idea of these kind of quote unquote helpless counselors that kind of wait to be slaughtered. Um, yeah. Do you feel as though that that mm -hmm. set up because Jamie Lee Curtis is not that in Halloween. She's a fighter by yeah. the end. Right. This final girl is kind of weak. And then but are we setting up the trope of like you said, we're going to run away as fast as we can. But we both know that if you fall down, you're going to wait until the serial killer comes up and you're going to scream the whole time until that gets axed. So as an 80s trope, does are you does that annoy you or do you find that like fun because it's the 80s? Because that was an 80s thing. You go, Do you understand what I'm getting at here? It's kind of a weird yeah. question, but all right. So well, like, like, do you dig that or you go, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> like, I'm like, it's kind of weird because at the end of this movie, she just gets the canoe and goes out in the middle of the lake and then mm -hmm. falls asleep as if, you know, so like she could easily come on over, like swim, mm -hmm. but like you just 
decide to get a canoe and go out onto the lake? Like, wouldn't you be, like, more petrified you try to run back to the road? Right. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's cool. Um, it really depends on the person and the character. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, no, that just didn't work out. Okay. Um, and sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, that was a decent thing to do, but it's still a dumb move. Okay, yeah, because that's part of the thing that people get a... I think people that are that well, we're nostalgic and and you you know we lived it, but you're discovering it. Is this like these things are corny? Like there's yeah. no doubt about it. It's corny. And you either like it because it's '80s and corny, yeah. and because <laughs> it's setting up the stuff that we see nowadays, or you think yeah. it's an actually legitimate thing. So that's what I'm curious about how you felt about it because you're seeing it from a different perspective than we're seeing it. We we yeah. saw it and we saw what it turned into. And you're looking at it like, well, that's corny and it's cool because it's corny. So which yeah. which side are you on? Is it cool because it's corny? Or do you think um, it's a, a good thing to do? I think it's cool and corny, but at the same time, like, I try to separate slasher from a horror movie a sure. little bit. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with, you know, these, like, really high-quality CGI movies. Like, mm -hmm. oh, that looked real. Like, that's freaky. But then, you know, you get back to the 80s stuff and... It just looks cheesy to me because yeah. I grew up with the more higher quality stuff. Yeah. Um, but some people, like my mom is like, I've never watched those movies because they frightened me so much as a kid. Because that's all that, you know, people grew up with was mm -hmm. this was like the high end stuff. But yep. it's definitely like, I like it because it's corny and it's 80s and it's cheesy. So I get a good laugh out of it. Okay. Yeah. But I wouldn't really say that the movies scare me. Okay. It's really That's, difficult to scare me in a movie. I, but these I, movies, they don't scare me. <laughs> yeah, that, I'm the same way. Like to me, and again, I, I'm and and like I'm older, so I've seen all of this stuff. So I don't, I don't get. I know the jump scare is coming. If a jump scare can yeah. get me, then good for you. Because again, I've seen about a hundred thousand movies, and I know what they're setting up. So let let's talk about the movie then. So in Friday the Thirteenth, why this movie is actually pretty good. Um, it's suspense. It's, it's a slasher, but it's not, you know, it's different than Halloween, even though it steals from Halloween quite a bit. But in this, it does, 100%. Oh, by the way, I don't know if Melanie already has something on that. Um, the uh, They basically said, we want to do our own version of Halloween. <laughs> like, you know, oh, yeah. when they were writing it, like they knew full well, because, um, well, one of them had made um, Last House on the Left with Wes Craven, and it was always the craziest, scariest, darkest, you know, Dark scary yeah. because it's so damn terrible. It's um, well, no, and then he had that um, as a, you know, an unfortunate credit in his head. And then, then you know, they made like like these cheesy kid movies. Like in the last like couple of years prior to that, like a knockoff of the Bad News Bears uh, and stuff like that, and all of a sudden they were like, you know, we we got to do something else, like that's you know that gets us into a different area, and then you know they basically wanted to make their own version of Halloween, and I think you know it, the reason people like it is because it was so close to Halloween as far as the time, mm -hmm. it wasn't like. So, like, when carbon copies of this and everything started to come out, that's when people were like, what the hell? There's like, 80,000 versions of Jason yeah. now, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, so, like, it, it became watered down. But it was early enough that it could sustain its own little... Uh, yeah, it still brand. worked for time. Yeah. yeah. I, I have a comment to that, but before I forget, I was looking to get this movie for free. So I was looking on Tubi and whatnot, and... Uh -huh. um. 
Tubi is great for like we, the one million versions of the Amityville Horror. Amityville <laughs> in space. Amityville in space being my favorite. Uh, but I saw on, uh, I, I put it in the search bar, and they, I think they were trying to trick me because there's a movie on Tubi called The 13th of Friday. No shit. Oh, oh um, No doubt. But but the thing is, the w- reason it's kind of, first of all, I know that we like the soundtrack, but it's basically Psycho. Jaws. And Jaws, right. Yeah. So yeah. They, they stole from that, um, which fine. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. People steal good ideas all the time, whatever. Um, and the other thing is that it's the, the same setup as Halloween. Halloween starts out with, it goes from Illinois to Haddonfield to the high school to the neighborhood to the street to a house to a closet. That's all of Halloween. It goes from this to this. And this is the same thing. We have a person coming in to a town. I mean, after the initial murder, coming into a town. So it goes from the town to a diner down to the whole camp, down to a couple of areas of the camp, down to one cabin, down to a canoe. So it starts here and it ends here. So it's slowly drawing you in so that you feel like you can't escape, even though you can escape. And the other thing that it takes it from Halloween is up until Halloween. Halloween is is the granddaddy. Sorry, it absolutely yeah. is the granddaddy. Hundred percent. So apologize. No, it's the granddaddy. Apologize. It's great. But, but Friday the Thirteenth is does it well. I mean, it steals a little bit, but it does its own thing. But up until Halloween, horror movies were either Universal monsters, Frankenstein, castles, um, Dracula, Wolfman, things like that, or the the, devil. the or the devil. Devil was the antagonist, and now with Michael Myers, he's just crazy. And, and I was talking to my wife about the movie because she was like, what are you going to say about Friday the 13th? Michael Myers is just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no reason. If you just look at Halloween <laughs> just by itself, Michael Myers kills because he's evil. He's not the devil. He's evil. And Donald Pleasant says it all the time. Why does he do this? Because he is the evil with, with and we're not going to say Jason, obviously. We're with Jason's mom, with Betsy Palmer, Palmer she's crazy. Pamela. And evil. Think, right? Pa- yeah. She's crazy, Mrs. Voorhees. She's crazy, probably a little evil, but she's got a reason that she's doing this stuff. It's not a justifiable reason because the people that are fornicating in the camp have nothing to do with her kid, but whatever. Um, It's not normal, but it's more of a... So in this regard, the the antagonist, the spoiler alert, um, the eventual, (laughs) when we find out who the killer is... She adds more of a motivation than Michael Myers did for at least Halloween one before they started to mess around with the other stuff. Now imagine this: if this movie's a whodunit, how much would it be different if Columbo were in it? All right, that's all I gotta say. <laughs> uh, ma'am, I got a. Also, couple, it said that she of... suffers from schizophrenia and chance. Well, yes. Well, I said that. It said she suffers from schizophrenia and then the um, PTSD from her son. PTSD. Well, I mean, she was like talking to herself a lot of the time too, so I mm-hmm. can see that. She's talking yeah. to like multiple people, not just yeah. Jason. Mm-hmm. So I could definitely see a little bit of those traits in her. Yeah. A lot of the time, she was only in the movie for ten minutes. What are we talking about yeah. here? What, 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 I'm what? surprised she's the main. She's the main one on top of the. Canoe. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm you know teasing. what I was thinking when you were talking about the canoe at the end? Like I just thought of that. Like, and I don't know why. I never even. I don't know if you guys even put this together, but three ended the same way. She did the same thing in part three. Yeah. The the girl yep. at the very end. Put herself in a canoe and went to sleep. <laughs> and then, yeah, that was a little like, dumb. I love that movie, but that wasn't. I saw that. And then and it I was, was like, like, "Come on, you can't do a different ending." <laughs> I know. I don't know why I didn't even think. And about then it was it. a woman that jumped out. Like it was like, 
Betsy Palmer or something like that, like jumped out and like grabbed her in that one, right? Like I don't think it was mm-hmm. Jason, because Jason was I lying. Can't remember. I haven't seen it in a long time. I've seen it so many times. I'm thinking it was the mother. I think it might have been. Which is weird because her head was severed. Yeah. Exactly. Get back on the bus. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They don't care. The fans don't care usually. Um, I no. gotta look that up. I'm thinking that. I think you're right. Oh, nothing's worse than the ending of part eight. I don't want to get too far off track, but. Anybody know about that? I don't know. I still can't get over part eight when he's like, hit me. And then he has a Yes. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about the ending. Yeah, dumb shit. uh, (laughs) Anyways, Jason gets washed away by toxic waste um, in the um, the sewer and then turns back into a child. No boy. No boy. Makes zero. Also, if you're going to talk about that, Betsy Palmer says to fans that she is no idea who this character is in a hockey mask and a hockey mask yeah. she said my little boy died as a little boy in 1957 he drowned so i don't literally know who this huge uh man mm. is in a hockey mask i was about to bring that up too like if, if yeah. jason died then who the heck is this like exactly it's proven that he died it's yeah that's when it was yeah, like, i guess funny. like what was it which one was it was it part two that they explained that in like when they were doing the i don't want to scare you or anything but yes, was that part true. two yeah, and then like he, a recap, yeah. Yeah, so then, like, one of the main characters in that one was sitting there saying, well, what if it's true? What if he really didn't die? And what if he just was living out in the woods and then saw his mom get, de- get decapitated and then it went crazy? So they were trying to make it see, Remember the girl? Well, why saying, wouldn't he go see his mom then? Like, you think he saw his mom? He's like, mom, hi. Wow. I'm here. You don't have to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, well, I have barnacles on me, and I'm a little bit de- decomposed, but Mom, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> Mom, get to me, loaf! <clears throat> like, he's not even decomposed. Like, he's like this big, stocky, muscular guy um, that that has somehow... Yeah, and you can see bones <laughs> on the outside of the muscles. <laughs> yeah. That's well, always good. I always like that yeah. when my bones are outside the muscles. That's, that's, uh-huh. what, that's what muscles do. They're, they kind of are encased by bone. That's <laughs> obvious. It's, the, I know, the bones I know we'll, don't carry muscle, but that's fine. Yeah. I know we'll cover this if, when we par, you know, take care of part two someday, but um, I do want to like, elaborate on the thought of like people just wanted it. They wanted yeah. this movie. They mm-hmm. wanted something like they loved Halloween. Mm-hmm. They wanted to feel this way again, so they just accepted it. They were like, okay, it's Jason. He's an adult. I don't care. Go. Yeah. (laughs) Like, so it's like, um, go ahead, go ahead, ask the question. I don't care. That's the answer. Like, it's Mm -hmm. like, they don't want to explain it because it's like, they're okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. And And they realize they can crank out one of these every year. Um, and they're cheap to make and they're quick to make and whatever. And people are going to watch them because they know at this point, and, and there are, all of us are horror fans. We are in the business. Like, I don't mean we're in the horror movie business. What I mean is we will watch anything you put in front of us. Um, and if it's shitty, we'll say it's shitty, but I liked it. Or if it's shitty because it's shitty, we'll complain about why it's shitty. Because yeah. that's entertaining, too. Or we'll say, that's no, that's awesome. That like, we're, we're, we're in it. It doesn't matter. Like, you can just put on whatever. Um, I do find I get a little, like, after I've watched about eight in a row over its consecutive days, I'll go, <laughs> mm, maybe I'll watch something else now. But... Like, you do get a little bit of sick of screaming and stabbing. But, you know, except at the Melanie. end of... Except for Melanie, who uses it as a soothing mechanism for when she's having a stressful day. It's like noise. Jesus white Christ. Noise. <laughs> it's like white noise. Oh, my God. Because ah! ah! I'm just like, okay, whatever. It's, it's not so- a ghost thing. That's why I can watch 
screams and Halloweens and Friday the 13th. And I'm just like, it's fine. It's not ghostly. That to me is more like if it's a ghostly thing, it's more scary to me. Ghosts can't touch you. I don't know. Like, I'm like, you know, just like, like I said, even like the lights out woman. Like if you guys ever seen lights out, like (laughs) I can't go to the bathroom at night and not picture the little black hands going around the corner of the, and I'm like, I have to get out of this room. It's dark. (laughs) Can I, can I add one better? My my wife saw a trailer for something today. It was on the TV. I'm sorry. This is a little bit off, but we're talking about things that are just absolutely terrifying. I guess there's an insidious movie coming out. Another one. Yes, and yes, someone, yes. they have somebody in an MRI machine, like a closed yeah. one, and a fucking hand starts to come up the MRI. That's yeah, the yeah. worst thing I've ever heard. I've never yeah. been in an MRI. I don't think I'd be scared, but I know yeah. people are scared of it. Can you fucking yeah. imagine this fucking hand coming? Oh, my yeah. God. That's horrible. And yeah. then the whole woman, like, comes in. I'm yeah. like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's bad. That's bad. Yeah, That's yeah. bad. That's it's tough. things that you can't see, more that will scare me or things that you wonder about, like, a haunted house or a poltergeist or I don't know, things like that. But it's like, if it's somebody killing somebody on TV and I know it's a horror movie and it's not based on a true story, it doesn't really scare me. I know it's not real. I'm not stupid. So it doesn't scare me. I'm just like, it just doesn't scare me at all. Yeah. For me, it's just people. People petrify me. Like, I can think of, you know, demons and ghosts and stuff. Like, like, I I don't see them. Like, they could be Mm. there. I have no idea. I'm like, as long as they don't eat my food, I'm good. Yeah. Chill. But, like, people, so for me, like, these movies are kind of like, yes, it's a fictional character, but Uh there are psychopath people out there. And I think that's what engraves in my head. So I'm, like, deathly afraid of, like, the dark. And it's not, like, oh, uh, monsters and stuff. It's people. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that, is that, I don't know that I have the right, but it's a home invasion movie, The Others? Is it The Others? Uh, No. 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 No, The Others is, like, they're ghosts. No, no, no. Yeah, that's not yeah. it. Are you it's talking about the, where everybody's wearing like, yeah. um, like, uh, crap. Oh, God. Yeah, love that one. That's the um, zipper masks. Yeah. That, and they well, just... The Purge? No, no. no but no, no. It, basically, it's just it's just three people that break yeah. into somebody's home mm-hmm. and they just oh, torture them the and strangers. whatnot. The Strangers. The Strangers. The Strangers. Yeah. Yeah. And, they, and she asked why you're doing this and they said, because Gary you're Carson. here. Yeah, they're like, yeah, because you guys were here. Like, fun to like, do, right? You were home, yeah. right? Yeah, oh That's my God. The scariest, that is the scariest thing ever. Like, yeah. stuff like that will scare me because, like, you know, jump scares and things like that, and it's suspenseful. It's just that I know when I'm watching it, I'm like, it's not real. But also, that's why I'm, I am more paranoid. Like, every door is always locked in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. I've always taught the kids, like, lock all the doors when you come in the house. Make sure you lock your car door when you get in the car. Yep. And the alarm, we have alarm. Like, I would, I would never not have an alarm system on my house. Like, yeah. ever. Yeah. That's a, go ahead, Guys, who doesn't who doesn't come back to their car and it's foggy in the car? <laughs> you go. Think of Halloween. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, check in the back. Like I'm yeah. like I'm checking that back seat, man. Oh, that's what I always yeah. do. First thing when I get my car, I look behind me before I shut my door to make sure nobody's there. Especially I know when it's fogged up, I'm like, why is it fog? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Sat there for a minute and not one thought about it. Right. The chances of anything happening are almost none, but the fact of the matter is it ain't zero, and that's a good place. To, you know, it doesn't. That's yeah. not. I don't think that's overly paranoid. I think that's just being safe. I think yeah. I'll take why. a. I'll take a peek. I'm good. Let's go. Right, uh, but yeah. that is exactly why these movies mean something to us. Yeah. Like I think you know because it takes us on that journey with a mm-hmm. safe, like you know, you're eating popcorn, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like roller coaster, you know, type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's examining death without actually having to go through the process. Mm-hmm. Yes. 100%. Um, but then it makes you more scared for death. Sure. Well, yeah, I, yeah, I know. 
I guess. Um, no, no, absolutely. So look, let's let's um, we got to talk about kills here a little bit. Uh, in it has become part of the trope, and I don't know that they weren't going for this for the first movie, but as the movies have gone by, it became about you know conservative America and that that teenagers that fornicate need to be punished. Uh, teenagers that break the rules should be punished. And the thing that punish them, punishes them should be an unstoppable force that is announced by a storm. So an almost godly presence coming down with swift retribution for those of us that are not following the rules and we should be murdered. Um, that's basically... Now, they didn't start out with that. And then as the movies went on, I don't think the writers were thinking that. But no. then eventually, when you get to Jason X and you get to the holodeck, and they say, we're not engaging in premarital sex. We love premarital sex. And then, like, <laughs> that's how they trap Jason in the holodeck. That's, like, the funniest mm -hmm. moment ever. Right. And uh -huh. they, he's beating the shit out of the, out of the tree yeah. with, with the body in the, in the thing, and they're still giggling. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're in the wrong, like, mode. Yeah. So, so let's go back. So the, the, as the movies go by, they make the behavior of the teenagers worse and worse. So that yeah. when Jason comes along, you kind of want them to be punished. Again, whatever. That's the movie's business, not mine. In this movie, okay, you got some... They're not even camp counselors yet. There are no children there. They're just helpers. Um, and they're only hooking one up. With children in it. Only yeah. one part six as a kid. Are they really misbehaving that much? Or are they just no, doing... No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. In, in, that cra in that crazy lady's brain, she needs to prevent it before it even opens. That's so, the crazy, okay. and that's You're all the here. thing. Yep. Okay. Okay. It's ending before it starts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she tried giving him Mr. Christie a warning several times. It said that the water went bad at this year. There was fires at this year. So if you if you listen to the beginning when that guy is in the truck giving Annie a ride, mm -hmm. it, you can already tell that she was already trying to prevent this from happening again. So she set fires at one time. She ruined the water supply at another time. She killed that that couple at another time. Mm -hmm. And no matter what she did, it kept getting worse what she did. He just kept dumping money into it, trying to reopen it. So she was like, that ah, this time, you know, I'm just gonna kill everyone a month. You know, like nobody's it's, listening to her. She tried several times to warn them. But it really you know. is the most violent Scooby Doo episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. I'm right, you yeah. know, it's only Scoob. We're gonna get a we're gonna get an arrow in the back of the neck. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, um, guys, besides obviously seeing someone get killed or coming across a dead body, I would say finding a strange man in your pantry a very scary oh God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crazy yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he pulls it off brilliantly in he both did. parts one and two. He dies in part two. Um, but his voice and like just like he's scary just in his own like warnings like the way he's like he looks like a scooby-doo character you guys want some really cool trivia yeah he narrates the opening of part seven really oh, really that's and cool that is that's so cool. cool and not in that same manner there's a legend around here a killer buried but not dead I never knew that. Right. I love part seven too. So check that That's out. That's pretty cool. Can, can I? I want about the music, Jay. Oh, all right, yeah. Harry Manfredini basically said into the microphone after seeing the film um, how he's she's going kill her, mommy, kill mm -hmm. her. So he basically said, like he went, K like for the kill, and then, 
and then it was with like an echo chamber or, or like you mm -hmm. know some sort of a basically a, a reverb that was like a delay so it went kill, 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 ma, ma. like and he put it together so it basically sounds like chi, 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 you know like, yeah. but so you can't yes. hear the ma that clearly but it doesn't sound anything like that Right, but I mean, I guess if you do listen for it, you can you can sort of yeah. hear the M, but it's just sort of blended together, so you're not yeah. you know, hearing it that clearly. I will say, here's here's my opinion on the film, though. Ready? So it's good, no doubt about it. Not whether or not it holds up. I was more interested in the first half than the second half. I thought the suspense was really tooled up nicely. Up to when the can once everyone started to die, I actually started to lose interest because I was so I was actually into the suspense and the setup and the who done it, and even the, all the subtleties like going back to okay the guy in the truck talking to Annie, and he's yeah, giving like her like you know first he, and she says you sound like the old the old weirdo guy that said you don't go out there it's cursed, and he's yeah. telling her all the reasons why she shouldn't go, and he's like well I have a job. You cut from that scene where she's getting all the information as to why this place could be dangerous to the next scene where it's another truck, but it's with the three other teenagers, including Kevin Bacon. And they're just as ignorant as can be just driving in and ready to go and ready to do their job. So they're, it's almost like they're not getting they're not getting any of that, like any of that warning from anybody. They're just driving in like sitting ducks. And to me, that was a very interesting moment. Again, the movie doesn't, don't hit me over the head. Give me the suspense. And they're setting up the suspense by having these three innocents just basically driving in without any background information. I thought that was really interesting. And then setting up like all that little stuff, like you said, you know, I, the place burnt down and it had bottle by water supply. It was probably Betsy Palmer the entire time. You have to figure that stuff out. It's when the kills start to happen that I get a little bored. And it's take the kills take too long. the The last section of the movie, the last twenty three minutes, when it's just the final girl and Mrs. Voorhees, those twenty three minutes. That's a third of the runtime. And you and don't need just, a monopoly scene. That's like what no, the hell? like going no, on forever. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's when it, that's yeah, when that's it started turning yeah. into him. Like this is like it really does start to like okay. I'm, I did fast forward a little. Like I okay, I, let's get to the thing. Like guys, any, uh, <laughs> what about? Uh, who's the the doofus that that, that shoots the arrow? <laughs> oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what his name is. I can't remember. Ned. His name. I think it's Ned, Ned right? That's his name, Ned. Yeah. Um, There's always a doofus okay. in it. <laughs> right. Why? Like it's weird because I look down, and then a little later I see him dead on on top of the bunk with his throat right. slit, and I'm like, Did yeah. I miss a kill? Like, yeah. did I do something? <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And then I had to look it up, and apparently, he, uh, you just, if you don't see him walk into a freaking cabin, like, yeah. you totally miss the fact that that's the last time you saw him. So right. I was like, yeah. I don't even remember him walking into a cabin. And he even said, too, everyone sees her, and they're like, do you need help? Or do you need, I don't know what he said to her, but he saw her standing on the porch. Oh, I'm not saying, he, like, but, but I'm saying it is kind of weird how it, like, it just sort of happened, and then they don't yeah. show him die. So, like, when the hell did that? Happen? Yeah, I like, like that though. I I like that because you kind of already suspect that he's already dead because he saw her on the porch and then he disappeared yeah. and you know. But just don't don't look down or away, or else you'll yeah. miss the. Fact yeah, that. right. Then you're like, what the hell? <laughs> so so Jordan, are you? Do you? I, I did you find like? Are you intrigued the entire time? Does any of this so compared to other Friday the Thirteenth, which are basically <laughs> just 
you know, basically putting me people through a meat grinder, which is incredibly <laughs> entertaining. Um, did, did you find, and you like this movie, now, I'm not saying I don't like this movie, did you find any of it, like, lagging, like, slow, uh, or is it me? Like, am I nuts? Um, I think it's a little slow, but a lot of times with um, older slasher movies, mm -hmm. like the first half is getting to know everyone, and yep. then the right. kills start to happen. Sure. Right. So for me, I'm kind of used to, if I'm watching an older movie, it's going to mm -hmm. take like halfway through the movie. we got to learn some background stuff, some people we might not know. Mm -hmm. um, and then I think, you know, you also have to take into account, it's also not, like, Jason's not in it, so you're not yeah. going to see the slasher until, you know, Mama mm -hmm. Voorhees, who comes right. in like... 75% to the movie. Um, but if you're going into it thinking, oh, this is going to be another Friday 13th movie, mm -hmm. and expecting Jason to come out in the first five minutes, yeah. it's not going to happen because... Yeah. So I guess it's like, if you went to go see it in theaters when it first came out, mm -hmm. then that's, you know, you weren't expecting anything, you were just going to go in and see it. Yeah. But then if you're going to watch it after you see all the other Friday 13th movies, mm -hmm. I can see how it's a little bit slow. Yeah. So that's I, why I sticked with the first one, and then oh, I yeah. watched the other ones. After. Sure, I, and that's I think really it, I, really I think good. if I had never seen anything like that, and I was in yeah. a darkened theater, the the time they take with the scenes are to build suspense, yes. and they're giving the cameras giving a lot of negative space because you don't know where the killer is coming from, and mm -hmm. that's very suspenseful. I, I I'm it's I'm thankful that you took the time with it. I just was like. It's tough for me to recon reconcile. Mm. This is a like I couldn't get out of my head. This is a slasher movie, but it's really not. Yeah. But right. it is. But it's movies not. Differently too. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like my mom is like, I don't like watching trailers because that's gonna spoil the entire movie. Which yeah. nowadays, when trailers are like four minutes long, yeah. yeah. Considering Friday Thirteenth, the original trailer was what like twenty or thirty seconds. It just said, yeah. "Oh, watch out when you go to Camp Crystal Lake." Right. Well, I see it, but everybody's different when it comes to movies. It just yeah. depends on how you watch it, mm -hmm. how experienced you are with the genres, and yeah, yeah that's just why I like or, it. Everyone's or, different when it comes to it. That's cool. No, it, it just I'm just wondering, and that's part of the reason I ask these questions. Like, uh, it, I will always ask people, like, if they say they like something, I want to know why. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't. I'm not saying, well, why'd you like that? What are you stupid? Like, it's not a matter of yeah. that. Like, <laughs> I want to know what is it that resonates in you. Um, about this film or what is it about this film that you why don't you like it like I want to know not that we're going to argue about it I just want to yeah. know what where is it where is it ringing for you because you can definitely make the argument I liked it but you can make the argument it's dumb and it's slow and it's yeah, stupid it's not my favorite Friday 13th movie. yeah it's not my favorite but I think it was a good good first one to sure. set the scene and mm -hmm. I think what was it they weren't even expecting to make no. any more after it so then no. when they had that I wonder where they got it to get to the point where oh we're just going to bring back the kid mm -hmm. i mean yeah I don't know how that doesn't do that. yeah the, again you can't <laughs> I, I always go back to psycho psycho is tremendously boring except for like four or five good scenes well yes. hey, it's boring it's boring it's great it's super duper good but it's boring um so it's 2001 what was the ultimate thing like sure. they, people went holy crap and just made yeah, like just a print, gazillion print money. dollars yeah, you just out print of money. for like yeah. almost no money. Mm -hmm. um, let's find a reason to, to bring something back with this name. Mm -hmm. because, yeah. um, they were going to call it like Camp Bloody something or other. Like I forget, you, you might already have the Camp info. Blood. Well, I, I, I did have that, that somebody said they were going to call it that. But then I also have something else saying that it was never intended to be called that. That they were trying to like, I don't know, like screw with people and keep them off track, but they never were going to call it that to begin with. It was always supposed to okay. be Okay. Well, whatever. Like I'm I just. Meant... I did, well, I don't have it, but I read that. There's like two things on it. Yeah. 
I, I'm, I'm just, you know, throwing it out there. I, I don't know the exact name, but like it's that alone wasn't going. They wanted something a little more familiar. He put it out as a, like a, a, a teaser before anything I think was fully written. Um, they did like a, like an ad, like with the shattered glass and the, the title um, and basically the scariest thing ever or whatever, like because he wanted to see if somebody would say, hey, we already have a movie out there because like, they didn't, you know, it's not the age of the Internet. They can't sit there yeah. and go, you know, yeah. let's see, you know, and then there was a movie like that said Friday the 13th, The Orphan. That was the only thing that was uh, out there that was made uh, with that title. And they were able to find a way to get it to, um, you know, still be able to use it. But it's like, you know, yeah. that's and, and the other thing, guys, I've never been to a sleepaway camp or summer camp necessarily, mm -hmm. but we've been outside in the summer. Right. Mm -hmm. We know what nope. that vibe feels like mm -hmm. the woods, you know, like the, yep. those types of the smell. I could that smell the cabins. Relatable. That's relatable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went like that along with like Halloween who hasn't experienced Halloween, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I mean, like Jehovah's you know, witnesses, Jehovah's, Jehovah's witnesses have not experienced <laughs> Halloween. Okay. Right. <laughs> but they also wouldn't watch the movie, so they wouldn't yeah. get anything out of it anyway. <laughs> right. But I'm saying those, that's, I think a major part of what lures people into these things is the atmosphere. Sure. Yeah. If you yeah. don't have the right thing with it. Like if you just have somebody killing somebody in a house, it's probably the most forgettable horror movie ever. Yeah. Depends on the house, but yeah. You get what I'm saying though. Like yeah. if, if there's nothing relatable that, that is tied in, mm -hmm. I mean, that that's what's so genius about this. This is not Halloween, it's mm -hmm. summer, but people have, you know, they, they know the vibe. I, 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 it looked like it was from the seventies, don't you guys think? It didn't really look like 80s. Anything it's, from 1980, yeah. 81. Mm -hmm. Yeah, still felt seventies. Maybe it was like the, hitchhiking by yourself from one what? hitchhiking ride to the next. It's like girls would never do that nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan, was that? Jordan was oh, I was just saying it could just be the camera equipment that they used. I'm not really too sure. Yeah. Oh. Well, Depends on how much money they put into it. Like their clothes and like just everything oh, yeah. looked like late seventies, not really early eighties. You know what I mean? It well, takes like camps kind of the same. I feel like with a lot of campy movies, you have like the striped orange, yellow. Mm -hmm. You have point. more of like a uniform that you have to wear. Yeah. So maybe it had something to do with that. But also, I mean, it's kind of like the 80s didn't just stop at 89. It kind of went into 91, 92. Sure. 92. sure. Yeah, exactly. it could be the got, same for the 70s. I'm not too sure. Yeah, you yeah, gotta no, yeah. give look, you gotta give Reagan a chance, okay, guys? You <laughs> just got there, for Christ's sakes. I mean, come on. Um, the only thing I'll say, maybe, and uh, before maybe we do TMI, is is uh, I agree with you on the vibes, Jay. I mean, you can kind of smell the forest, I can smell the wood from the cabins, exactly. Um, even though I've never done a sleepover in a cabin, like I you can smell that wood and you know it's yeah. moldy and whatnot. Um, the yeah. only thing I would yeah. say is that it, no one once. Complained about a bug, no one. And I if it's summer like and it's humid, um, it's gonna be bugs everywhere. Uh -huh. So I don't want to hear that. That's, I, you know, I was out once. The once I didn't mention bugs, I was out on this movie. It's gonna do it. Yeah, I was totally it. bugged by uh, Kevin Bacon's swim attire. Yes. Oh God. Yes. I was right me of white chicks when he looks up and said, "Where'd the sun go?" <laughs> what, Jordan? What was that? What'd you think? Oh, Jordan? I was just gonna say that I. I was surprised he was in it in the first place. I wasn't expecting him to be in it. Oh, and I'm yeah. watching and I'm like, is that Kevin Bacon? Yeah. Like, Why is he here? <laughs> right. yeah. 
prior to being major majorly famous. Yep. The only other yeah. thing he did big was uh, Animal House at the time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was right around the same exact time. So like it, he just hadn't gotten uh, launched yet. What's well, uh, do TMI? Yep. All right. It's time for TMI with Melanie. Listen, listen to this. I am in the bathroom right before the movie starts. Uh huh. And I'm in the stall, and there's no toilet paper. Yeah. Mine are at home TMI. in a display case above TMI, my bed. My yeah. TMI. TMI. TMI, my friends. TMI. Too much information. Don't go there, but that's lame. Now here's Melanie with your timeless movie info. I love that bumper. That bumper cracks me up. I love that bumper. All right, go ahead. Okay, so the budget was five hundred fifty million, and the box office was whoa, no. whoa, five hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> Holy shit! I was like, wait, sorry, <laughs> half a billion dollars. <laughs> that was a typo. I'm sorry. Was, so five hundred fifty thousand, and the um, box office was five point eight million. There. All right. Okay. Better. Um, Adrian King Alice um, was pursued by a male stalker who managed to learn areas that she frequented. Um, where she exercised, where she ate. The man took Polaroid pictures of her and would slip them under her door of her apartment in New York. And at one point broke into her apartment and defaced her artwork. On one occasion, the man confronted her in an apartment and held a gun to her head. The assailant was um, apprehended and spent some time in prison, sometime, I wonder what he's doing now. But the incident traumatized her so much that eventually it prompted her to leave the public eye. She did stunts. She actually started doing like stuntman work. Background acting, because she didn't want to be too far in it. Um, she studied dance and she did voice acting. And it took her 27 years to return to regular acting on film because she was so traumatized from it. Mm. So she got that stalker pretty much after this movie was over. So she said that she would be in part two, but only like as little as possible, just in the very beginning, just to get out of it. The idea behind the scenes where the counselors have to kill a snake. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Yep. So they find one, one of the cabins and it's supposed to be separate from Halloween because they wanted to have an early fake scare and to establish that the characters were capable of taking action if need be. Tom Savini came up with the idea supposedly because of a snake that he saw in his own cabin. However, there was no PETA or uh, how do you say that? PETA? <laughs> Horrible. It's Peter. Oh, okay. Around the film at that time, obviously. So they could do whatever they wanted to to live animals, and you could tell it was real. I always knew it was real. Mm. So when they took a machete to a real live snake, allegedly the owner was not told that they were going to kill the snake. Oh. They were told, he was told that they were had to borrow his snake, and he said, okay. So he was standing on the set watching and actually crying when this happened, and no. he had to be held back. And then it said a few cast members later on said that they felt awful and that they killed a real animal on the set. They would never get away with that now. That's awful. Yeah. Um, awful. No. Yeah. Bessie Palmer said that if it wasn't for the fact that she was so desperate in need of a new car, that she never would have accepted the role of Pamela. In fact, <laughs> that she, when she read the script, she called the movie a piece of shit. <laughs> Over the years, however, she did warm up to the film as it made her more famous than infamous. And she made appearances at several conventions and um, documentaries and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Tom Savini was one of the first crew, men- crew members on board for the film because the producers idolized his special makeup of Dawn of the Dead in 1978. He performed the arrow shot that narrowly missed Brenda when she was setting up the archery. The movie mostly was filmed at Camp Nobi Boss. Co. It's called Nobi Boss Co. In Hardwick, New Jersey, a Boy Scout camp. They were allowed to film there because they made a sizable donation to the Boy Scouts of America. While most of the cast and crew stayed at local hotels during the filming, some of the most dedicated, including Tom Savini and Tasso in, how do you say his name, Stra- Stravisky? 
trying no, to No, uh, Sukalos. He's Greek. That's how you say that name? Yeah, it's Sukalos. Are you kidding? Promise. I promise. Okay. Tasso um, Sukalos. It looks so crazy. Um, so they both stayed at the actual campsite. Because the camp was closed during filming and they were situated so deep in the woods of Jersey, the cast and crew really didn't see much outside interference, but it turned out they had a famous neighbor, rock star Lou Reed, who oh. lived down the street and he had a farm. Was he and on the so wild got, side? I don't know. They got to watch him like sing all the time and he hung out with them during filming and he hung around with them on the set and they said he was just a really great guy. Jason is not mentioned by name until one hour and 16 minutes into the film. This was the highest grossing film that year uh, and then had a really? lot of competition. Yeah, a lot of competition including The Shining of 1980, Dressed to Kill in 1980, The Fog 1980, and Prom Night 1980. Wow. Um, and it supposedly beat all those. While the Halloween movies have lots of music, the Friday the 13th movies have very little music. In fact, there was a decision made by Harry Manfredini to only have music in the movie when the killer was present. That's why there's only brief, quick moments of music in the beginning. Jaws. Um, yeah, really horrible uh, music. Most of the stars of the original movie were actually Broadway stars, and they were sent over by Broadway casting agency. It took 28 days to film the, the movie. Although it was not Kevin Bacon's first film, he did his breakout role with Chip Diller in National Lampoon's Animal House and mm -hmm. starting over in 1980. Cool. Uh, Ke Kevin claims that he gets asked to sign screenshots from his death scene in this movie more than any other movie he's ever been in. That's too bad. Um, <laughs> that's far too, that's way too bad. But okay. <laughs> For his death scene, Kevin Bacon had to crutch under the bed to insert his head through a hole in the mattress. Then a latex neck and chest where appliance were attached to give the appearance that he was actually laying down. Giving the setup took several hours to get that right, so he had to kind of stay in that un uncomfortable position that whole time. For the bloody finale moment, Tom Savini was also under the bed and would plunge the arrow up through the neck while his assistant, also under the bed, operated a pump that would make the fake blood flow up the appliance. To yep. further complicate things, they also had to have a crew member also standing nearby to put their hand on top of Kevin Bacon's hand to hold it down. So when they were finally ready to do it, and it took several hours to do it, the blood wasn't working coming out of the tube. So one of them had to start like really quick because they had one take to do this. They just took it in their mouth and they were blowing in it to try to get the... It's Tom the Savini. Now, Tom that's Savini. the thing. I always read that it was Tom Savini, but in another thing, it, was the, it said it was the assistant, and the assistant said that he thought as quick as he could and blew through the thing, and it didn't even taste bad. So there was a whole thing. So because Nobody. there was a controversy of who did it, I didn't write it down. Oh, um, yeah. who did it, but I always heard it was Tom Savini as well. Sally Fields was offered the role of Alice, but turned it down. Oh, God. Well, they also um, said it would cost too much. Oh, probably, yeah. That's probably why they didn't. Yeah. yeah probably would have cost her too much. The film is rumored to have inspired by a real, I've never heard of this, by a real-life Lake Bottom murders in Finland on June 5th, 1960. So Janine Taylor, who played Marcy, became the first in a long line of young actresses who was only 16 to perform nude scenes in the movie. Dude. When they found out how old she was later on, they... Gross. Yeah, right? So basically when they found that out, they deleted her scene, so apparently it was a lot worse than it was. Gross. And then she was That's so nervous for the sex scene that Kevin Bacon took her aside and shared his marijuana with her to help take the edge off, and she said it worked. Uh, and that's one. it. <laughs> uh, I got I to gotta do one. Uh, apologies, yeah. Melanie. I was thinking no, of another no. actor. Uh, yeah. Tasso Stravas, uh, Stavrakis. I apologize. I was thinking of somebody else. I was thinking of another actor, okay. believe it or not, named Tasso. So I apologize okay. for that. Secondly, and I'm going to add before we do final judgment, yeah. when uh, Betsy Palmer gets her head cut off by the machete and hands mm -hmm. come up, 
Those are Tasso's hands because they're hairy. Um, yeah. Those are hairy hands that come up. Um, so just so we know, right. I, I thought you were going to mention that. Oh, um, no, I didn't. But also it, it, during that same moment yeah. you're talking about, Tom Savini was the one that actually cut the head yep. because he knew exactly where to cut, where everything right. kind of was connected. But Tasso's hands come up and they're, yeah. you can see they're they hairy on the outside. Hairy. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, cool. Here we go. It's time now for final judgment. Are you ready to rubber stamp this bitch? Here's the final judgment. Right now, it's time for final judgment. We talk about how well the movie holds up today. It's no longer about opinion, but fact. Well, actually, it's about opinion, but that's okay, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't matter. Um, all right, let's uh, let's go, with Chris. No, okay. Uh, hey, so um, yeah, I would say uh, while it, it's obviously dated and the effects are kind of blah, um, uh, and it's not really, it's a proto slasher, it's a suspense film. Uh, I would say it holds up. Um, I think it's it's got enough going for it that keeps you in suspense and a proper amount of suspense. If you've never seen this before, I'm sure the jump scares are are pretty uh, are pretty scary. Um, you know, obviously it looks like it was filmed through a dirty beer glass, but that's just kind of the <laughs> that idea back in the day. I mean, not Stanley Kubrick, of course, but that's what they were going for, and that's fine. I don't really care about wardrobe and whatnot. Um, I think it's of its time. The remake is probably I know is a, a tad sexier. Um, in terms of the sex scenes, and I know that um, it's gorier and all that stuff, but um, it doesn't make it better. In fact, it makes it worse. So uh, I would say that uh, this movie absolutely holds up as as just as a piece of of historical cinema, and it's still it's still scary. It's just obviously the the effects are a little, you know, you can see better on The Walking Dead, obviously. So uh, that's what I got. So I'm gonna go to Jordan. Jordan, tell me what you think. <laughs> um, I definitely think for an early '80s movie, it is. One of the better ones, um, mm-hmm. considering it was a lower budget. Um, uh, no, not not too low, but mm-hmm. <laughs> a lower-ish type. Um, yep. It still, it holds a cult following. I mean, without that one, we probably wouldn't have all these uh, sequels. We wouldn't have Freddy vs. Jason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very, it's held up over time, and it still scares a lot of people today. But it's definitely not as scary as a horror movie nowadays. Sure. Because of the effects. Mm-hmm. But it does give you, for me, it gives me that like nostalgic feel, even though I wasn't alive at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives me that nostalgic feel um, out in the wilderness. You can't do anything about this. If you're going to run, you're going to get lost in the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, it gives you that creepy, campy vibe, which I love. <laughs> I love yeah. in an eighth flasher movie. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Agree. All right. Um, Melanie, go ahead. Okay, so first I want to say that literally every single thing, word for word that you said, Chris, mm-hmm. I 100% agree with everything you said. Okay. Um, and I agree with Jay, Jordan as next. well as how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and definitely cult classic. So, yeah, I, I totally agree with all that. Cool. Jay? <laughs> Jay? Yeah, no, it does. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm not going to, like, go nuts over it because I think everybody's kind of covered a little bits and pieces on why. Um there is some aspects that do not like, like for instance, the guy dancing around like a Native American. Oh uh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like and um, also the uh, I noticed the the uh, guy who was giving the ride to the girl helps her into the vehicle by grabbing her ass <laughs> like, <laughs> to get her into the that. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and then she didn't even flinch, man. Like that yeah. was really odd. <laughs> yeah, she's right. like, you know what I mean? like that. What's that? 
Thanks for the hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean, it was just like, you know what I mean? Like, he could have just held her hand the whole way and then yeah. step, 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 step. Uh, you know, yeah, I was like, course. well, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> so, like, there's aspects of it. There's no way on earth these things would happen. Like, and the snake, you know, um, you know, like getting it killed. You could see the thing friggin' moving after it got, you know. Uh, after, no, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I felt yeah. so bad for that snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. But, um, yeah, no, for the <laughs> most part, it absolutely holds up, you know, because, like, it's the origin, you know, or not mm-hmm. the main but like it's the origin of this uh you know series so um mm-hmm. yeah and this was fun guys uh, cool. I, I really had a uh, a blast with this movie um yeah so much uh, to talk about i feel like we could talk mm-hmm. about it for like another hour there was no, 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 it's crazy imagine um, we went into all the different movies in the franchise yeah, <laughs> yeah. an all-day thing 24 no. yes oh, there's so much to talk about yep um <laughs> So, well, that was our show, and I'd like to thank uh, Jordan for uh, being here. And um, if you just want to, like, remind people on how to uh, find you. Yeah, of course. So my handle on Instagram is CampOnMe80s with an underscore at the end. And TikTok is also CampOnMe80s. And now that it's getting into horror slasher season, um, I'm going to try to make some more content that revolves around some of my favorite slasher movies, including Friday 13th. Um, so, yeah, you can find me on there. Awesome. Super. Excellent. Awesome. Great. And we'll, Thank we'll, you. Put a, um, we'll put the links, you know, in the uh, description and everything. So uh, we really appreciate you being here. Um, thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, I'd also like to thank Steve LaVoy for our vocal imaging and Draco in the Malfoys for our theme music. And uh, please uh, help us grow by liking this video, subscribing to our channel, and be sure to hit the bell icon to get notified when we release a new episode. And tell your friends, please. And uh, my name is Jay Fortier. On behalf of Melanie Howerton and Chris Martino, I'd like to thank you again for joining us here on the Film Crickets. And until next time, movies may not age like fine wine, but we drink it anyway. Film Cricket, trip about movies.